0: kingdom perspective broadcast the teaching ministry of dr david ogaga we believe that this message is going to open up the seals and cause you to have a deeper revelation into the word of god that will make you see beyond the letters in the word here is dr david let's go straight to the word father once again we just come before you I want to be at your feet at this moment to receive instruction, to receive wisdom, with the mind that God you grant us light, revelation into your word, and cause our heart to become Jesus Christ, a fleshly heart that will receive every instruction in intend to give to us. And we believe, Lord, that after these meetings, our life, our families will never remain the same. In Jesus' name, Amen. Okay, so I want to continue? There's gonna be like a square part two of our on the man and the woman in this conference, the man and his family rather. Um, I gave us a few definitions yesterday, the importance of the family, the role of the family, the position of the family as God intended it to be. Um, so I'm just going to continue from there. I gave you a simple definition as well yesterday. Uh, like I keep saying, Other definitions tell you family is a lineage, uh, but like I said, the family is is simply the man and the woman. However, I did emphasize from Proverbs 24, verse number 3, essentially that a house is built by wisdom and becomes strong through good sense. Proverbs 24, verse number 3, New Living Translation. A house is built by wisdom and becomes strong through good sense. So, one of the things you need to really build your house is simply good sense. Good sense. Uh, We're going to be discussing a few things on that, but let me just move on. Um, To read the scripture we had yesterday in Malachi 2, verse 14. I trust that even the younger ones, princes, bachelors, who I now miss, they will have some things to learn, to live by in the days to come. Malachi 2.14, Yet say ye wherefore, because the Lord hath been witness between thee and the wife of thy youth, against whom thou hast dealt treacherously, yet is she the companion and the wife of the covenant. I did not make her one, yet had he the residue of the Spirit, and we are for one, that he might seek a godly seed. I tried to make you see that the ultimate goal of God bringing the man and the woman together is for the purpose of populating the earth with godly seed. That is the primary reason, populating the earth with the godly seed it's important you understand this very critical you understand this praise the living God amen right so that is the aim and that is why sorry to say well I'm in Africa I think I'm I'm free to speak anything that has to do with uh, LGBT man marrying a man is completely out of course because how are you gonna bring forth Holy seed? And tell me how you're gonna bring for seed in fact if your father and your mother have not come together how will you ever be alive to talk about being uh, uh, what what do you call them I mean I don't like talking about that hallelujah so thinking that way is thinking something is wrong with the head of such individual praise the Lord okay so it's to populate the earth. that's the key point populate the earth with Godly seed when God said let them that men or women let it have dominion whatever the case may be is to populate the earth with godly seed so if we are raising seed that are not this holy seed as God intended it we're in our responsibility as God has ordained it praise the living God amen hallelujah so therefore take it to your spirit and let none the treachery again the white boys you take it to your spirit I try to also explain to you that the primary thing that has to define marriage is spirit that's oneness in the spirit and it's very important oneness in the spirit you see ability for you and your husband to flow is is you see peter talks about if you don't deal with them as wicked vessel when you pray your prayer will not be answered we have to understand a lot of things about that and i've already said up before the women are not with vessels they are not at all. They are dangerous people. When it comes to strength, they are very powerful. You know, I can tell you a lot of things about women, how powerful they are. Uh, you know, women can control you, even if you don't want to be controlled. And the quickest way the women use to control you is to find your face, and then you are in trouble. Anything you want to do, you no longer concentrate. They are just controlling you. They have not said anything. You greet a good money, they will not answer. The face rain is falling, even though the weather is bright. In your home, it's cloudy. And you tell me, the woman is weak, no they're dangerous people and then and 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 for somebody to carry pregnancy for for nine months and still be walking and doing things and cooking you call that weak no women are strong people we don't want to go into the issue of definition of weakness but one of the things you have to understand is that women are very fragile when it comes to spiritual and emotional situation they are very fragile they easily pick you know check the church now. we are now how many men do we have how many women do we have women are more because they respond quickly men are very calculative and reasoning they want to think they want to you know put one on one together before they can say yes to anything but tell a woman anything that is sweet oh come on honey they are ready to go with you and that is why the devil have to easily go to the woman because you know if you go to the man it's going to begin to put some calculation together but for the woman the out oh, is it true I mean, I'm going to be wiser than this. I'm not telling you to Okay, man, give me the fruit. And that's the end. Hallelujah. So, you just need to deal with them. In all of these things, but man and woman, there is this thing that you need to work with, wisdom. That's what I'm trying to say. A house is built by wisdom and common sense. In that case, you're going to be able to study your husband and your wife. There are some things I'm going to say. Let me just go on. In Psalm 127, verse number one, Psalm so want you to 7, verse number 1, the Bible said, Except the Lord build the house, the labor in vain, that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman work, work about in vain. Except the Lord build the house, the family. Hallelujah. Except the Lord build the house, the labor in vain. Now, the Lord isn't going to come down to build the house for you. But the Lord will give you wisdom with which you live out. That building because when we go to proverbs 14 later you'll be able to see a wise woman build a house so you must understand when we talk about the Lord building the house directly connected to the wisdom that we reveal or release to either the man or the woman primarily for both of them to live by wisdom and in wisdom hallelujah are we there all right so in Isaiah 8 we read like I said before the man or the woman that is the building. God is bringing together a man and a woman. That's the foundation of the beginning of building the house. Is to bring the man and the woman together. And that's why the Bible tells us it's not just a question of if a man finds a woman. No. It has to do also with that riches and good things that come from parents, but a prudent wife comes from the Lord. How I many of you understand that? okay a prudent wife come from the lord proverbs 19. you have to understand that a prudent wife come from the lord so not all women are prudent. therefore if if a wife is to be given to a man that is the building that is the building that is how god laid the foundation he lays the foundation by providing the man with a prudent wife And we are talking about a woman that can manage situations. (laughs) Not not necessarily a woman that will prove her right. No, no, no. A woman that can manage situations at all times. A prudent wife is from the Lord. Are you still there with me? You may find, yes, if you will, but I am saying, even if you were going to find, let it be the one that the Lord will give to you. You know why? The Bible tells me, You can ask God for a fish and he'll give you a serpent. You can ask him for bread and he'll give you a stone. So, if God is to give you a wife, it has to be a prudent wife. Because I'm going to give you anything that will turn your house upside down. Praise the living God so if we are praying we must pray remember i used to tell people when they come for counseling in terms of maybe you want to get married and stuff like that i used to make this statement and it's very important you're not asking when you can say what you're looking for say i need a, I need a man no you don't need a man you need a husband because the bible says husband love your wife he didn't say man love your wife you may have a man who doesn't love you is that okay good and you are not asking for a woman that's why you know sometimes careless when you say your friend come to your house and that's my woman no she's not your woman that's your wife is that okay there's a big difference between a woman and a wife you have to understand so it's my woman what do you mean now It's your wife praise the living God because see a man can be (laughs) let me leave that but you see even a mad woman in the street is still a woman and a mad man can impregnate that woman he's a man and he's a woman but there's something there They are mad people you don't need a mad fellow do you no so you don't need a woman just just gender thing no that's not what you're looking for you need a wife and every woman the bible says submit to your husband that's what you want We'll come to that. So, here in Isaiah 8, verse 1, the Bible says, Moreover, the Lord said unto me, Take thee a great straw and write in it with a man's pen. And, and it, this is trying to, okay, like saying, And he said, Mahashal Abbas this long name that God gave to this guy. Hallelujah. You can pronounce it without batting your tongue, and then you, you win a prize. You know, it means making speed to the spoil, he hastened to the prey. And then verse 2 said, And I took unto me faithful witness to a record Uriah the priest and Zechariah the son of Jeruba. And I went out to the prophetess and she conceived and bare a son. And then when you go to verse number 18 now, or was that? in now says, Behold, I and the children whom the Lord has given unto me. You have on signs and wonders in Israel from the Lord of hosts, who dwelleth in Zion. Now, one of the things that is part of keep on ministering to me is that you see, it's God that gave the revelation, it's God that said you're going to have the child, and then he said, Write it with the pen of a human being. That is to say, even the things which have been done in the spirit have be brought to reality practical that men can see and of course he said for people to bear witness he brought two men to write in other words God is going to establish a family that people will see that God has done something in it that's why you become a son and a wonder it's not just about being in the spirit you are blessed already you've been given this already but look at what he said write it with the pen of a man And not just that call two people to be a witness what i'm about to do but is down and say the children we are giving to me so now it's a family the husband the wife and the children the family comes into place but what's the foundation of the family the man and the woman are you following what i'm saying here you need to understand that god is going to cause your family to come to the place where men will bear witness to what god have done amen the glory of the lord will be seen in your family to make it known that people will say that god said it and it must come to pass hallelujah say so write it down with the pen of a man not the pen of the spirit write it down with the pen of a man and get two men to come in and bear witness to what you are writing let the police in our know, record this is what god said you, your children shall be signs in Israel, and now I'm saying the same thing to you prophetically, your children shall be signs in this age in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And not just that, he you said, your children shall be signs of wonders, even according to what the Lord has said, in Zion. And this is one of the things we'll find in the book of Hebrews. We know about better to read that. Hebrews chapter 2, 13 to 14 when Jesus was saying in the midst of the congregation I'm gonna shout or say the praise of his people and then you know identifying with the children I put my trust in him and again behold I am the children which God has given unto me he was referring to the same thing that Isaiah said is that okay right now he was saying this in relation to you and I we now become his children will become his brothers in the midst of the congregation the child being the wife of God which is the wife of Christ out of which is producing the sounds which is you and i praise the living god are we here all right so let's look at one simple benefit yesterday i gave you a lot of benefit of of the family in relation to society and on and on but let me give you one as i progress this evening uh, that i think you're not calling psalm 62 verse number six if you got it from new living translation beautiful Otherwise, you can just read on Psalm 62 verse number number six. Sorry, sixty-eight verse number six. Hallelujah. It says Psalm 68. God blesses the lonely in families. You have King James. We call it solitary. But listen. God places the lonely in families. He set the prisoner free and gives them joy. But he makes the rebellion live in a soft, scotch land. Oh God, when you led your people out from Egypt, when you marched through the dry wasteland, the air trembled and the heaven poured down rain before you, the God of Sinai before God, the God of Israel. Now, what I want you to see here is verse number six. Verse number six. Hallelujah. God places the lonely in what? In families. That is one major and primary thing is God wants to remove loneliness from families or from people. And so for that to happen, He places people where? In families. He makes families so that you don't live lonely so you can't have a family and be experiencing loneliness that something is wrong with either you the man or the woman amen god establishes a family and places people there to take away what loneliness and you know what loneliness can do when a man is lonely he thinks all manner of things. When a woman is lonely, she thinks all manner of things. Children are lonely, they think all manner of things. Where no love is flowing, where no relationship is being embedded, All manner of things come to the mind. God wants to remove those things, that's why he establishes family. Praise the living God. So how united are you with your family? How, how connected is the family? What is the level of bondage? I mean the bondage, the bonding that you have in your family. Think about that. Praise the living God. God, listen, places. The lonely in what? In families. (laughs) So now, I think... I begin to understand a little bit why God said it's not good for the man to be alone. Are you see that with me? I will make the man a helpmate. For God places the lonely where? In families. He establishes family and put people that were supposed to be lonely to take away what? Loneliness. That's why you see you must strive as much as possible to deal with the spirit of loneliness in your family don't allow your husband to be lonely don't allow your wife to be lonely don't allow your children to be lonely there has to be a complete bonding because that's a reason why God establishes families praise the living God amen and again you say he said the prisoners free and give them joy you can connect that see what i'm talking about he says the prisoners free and give them joy where in the family <laughs> hallelujah you 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 will not I, I want to you will not permit any member of your family to experience loneliness no matter what even if you adopted the children god intends that you take away the spirit of loneliness from the lives. because loneliness can lead to depression it can lead to all manner of things that's why honestly it's important sometimes even some of the films you watch you bring your families together to watch the films together Tune into session sometime that gives you joy. All of you laughing. You must understand that laughter got a lot of healing that can take place. Don't allow loneliness to take root in your family. For God establishes families to take away the spirit of what? Of loneliness. Praise the living God. Sometimes I feel very I feel bad, but I don't know if I can help it. I won't want to use that word. But I don't really spend more time with my wife in the sense that she could be with the television I'm there on the book <laughs> it's not so much of a good thing to be honest because once in a while it's good you know but when there are so many things on the head there are so many in the mind, it's not good I'm not saying it's a good practice for me but you don't do that hallelujah you don't do that at least get one day off to be with your family as a man stay together eat together dine together drink take away loneliness that's why God established a family are you still there with me <laughs> you know I told you before that the first family was Adam and Eve you know, okay praise the Lord now you know how it began and God said that it's not good for man to be alone We will read that later praise the lord so genesis 2 verse 18 genesis 2 verse number 18 and the lord said it's not good that the man should be alone i will make him and help me for him it's not good that the man should be alone now if god said it's not good then it's not good how many of you understand that the bible tells us when god finished doing everything he said everything that god was very good not just good was very good but when he come to this by say it's not good (laughs) god you understand that after all the very good there is only one thing that is not good that a man should be alone he want to deal with the spirit of loneliness I've heard people say well it's not as if Adam was lonely it's not like Adam was in need well I don't know anything about that all I know the Lord said it's not good is that okay it's not good for man to be alone and, and Solomon we said two being together will bring warmth, and there is reward in two coming together did he say so so I don't know whatever the, even if you have a like revelation thank god that adam had no need that i was fine adam was, but god said in his record it's not good that adam should be alone so if god said it's not good i also said it's not good hallelujah now but let me say something here help me t- <laughs> the word help me this actually is uh, is is E-Z. it means to surround that is protect or aid it means to help it means to succor now i want you women to understand this is just a simple definition for your role or as your role in families what does help mean to surround and to surround means to protect that is protect or aid it means to help now he simply tells me also that one of the place or one of the persons that God wanted to take away loneliness from is a man why did adam need somebody to protect him what is he protecting what is she going to surround adam with to protect to surround to succor to aid hallelujah uh, sisters please write down that word help me go check it out again check the full meaning and take that as your role even if that's the only thing you pick from this conference praise be to god hallelujah i think one of the reasons why god said the man should be protected in a way by this woman surrounded because the man have so many things he thinks about Emotionally, I think the man has an issue to deal with, to contend with. Forget about the fact that society of change. I was sharing with Pastor Resident Pastor two weeks ago. I mean, two days ago. When you look at the scripture, 4 Timothy 5, right? Good. The Bible tells us. If a man cannot provide for his family, it's worth an infidel. He didn't say if a woman cannot provide. And when God created Adam in the beginning, he gave him a job to do to tend the garden. Before I brought the woman in. That means the man ultimately was supposed to be the one to make provision, not the woman. But society has changed. Are you follow what i'm saying now now the women are the one that are making the provision but what i want to say is this even if you are the one making the provision don't let that get into your head even if you have all the ministry running in your head don't let that get into your head in Isaiah, 8, read even the name of the wife of isaiah was not mentioned and if you were the one you can't take that a hold me the prophetess who is going to bring forth the child my name should not be in the book can you take that i mean isaiah as a prophet his name is mentioned his children names are mentioned but the wife's name is not mentioned silent on that can you accept that and yet she is the one bringing it forth the children who are supposed to be for the signs are wonder as you expect as i have to say if you don't have to put my name dead you're on your own let's see how you bring for those children let's see even the people to record you you call their names right those to write the names of the, you call their name, but me who is the prophetess my name is not a record let's see how you're going to get your result, your signs i wonder let's see where it's come from but the woman was silent the name is silent but the important thing is it is still through this woman that those signs and wonders were going to come to be are you following me? it means so surround (laughs) Can can you give me Genesis 24 and the last verse or the last two verses let me show you something there Help me, me Mr. Surrend. Genesis 24. And Isaac brought her into the mother Sarah sent. This is Sarah sent and took Rebekah and she became his wife and he loved her. And Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Isaac was comforted. This is the help. This is the aid. This is the protection. Are you following what I'm talking about? It means the wife of Isaac took the place of the mother. And look at the kind of compassion that the mother has for the children of her child. Look at the kind of protection, look at the kind of defense that a woman has for her children. Think about how the mother of Jesus, Mary, now had to go up to the cross even when others have gone. They were still there. Mother's compassion. All of those things that Isaac was supposed to miss because the mother died, Rebecca did what? Replace them all. Helpmates. How much of helpmate are to you to your husband? We're talking of building a family, and a family be by wisdom. Now, the wisdom is the word of God. It's not an abstract, it's not something you go to learn anywhere. The wisdom is God's word. Are you a student? Read this again and think about it. (laughs) Isaac never missed Sarah even when she died. Why? Because there was a ready replacement in Rebecca. I remember when I had some terrible experience some years back, and I was weeping in the night at about 1 am, horrible experience. My mother appeared to me standing by the door just looking at me she said nothing hallelujah but i know she was having that compassion she was feeling the pains you say your mother who died long time ago sure it's what i'm talking about that is not spiritism the bible tells us we're compassed by we show great a cloud of witnesses we are all one It's just are in the spirit realm and we are in the physical realm you think they are gonna appear to you? Go ask Jesus how Moses and Elijah appear to him. Your growth in the spirit determines your experiences. Are you following what I'm saying here? Mother's compassion brought her out. And was just looking at me. At about 1 a.m. in the night. I was sitting on my bed with the door locked. I saw her. That's what we're talking about. How much of a mother are you to your husband? Help me. <laughs> are you still there with me? Help me is not to drag position. Help me is not to prove a point. Help me is to protect. You see, this is why in first Corinthians 11, verse number 8, Paul will say, for a man is not of the woman but the woman of the man neither was a man created for the woman but a woman for the man is that okay look at the next verse number ten uh, for this cause all the man the woman to have power on her head because of the angels for this cause for what cause This power means the man is the authority of the woman. That's what he's talking about. You see, you can find that a similar thing because you see, this is like a consecration. This is like a Nazareth. You read that in the book of Numbers chapter 6. If you look at 6 to 7, you'll be able to see. When a man takes a vow of a Nazareth, or the days of a separation unto himself, unto the Lord, he shall come not out the dead body. Number chapter 6, verse number 6. He shall not make himself a clean for his father, or for his mother, for his brother, or for his sister, when they die, because the consecration of his God is upon his head. So when we say it, if you read down in the book of 1st Corinthians 10, 11 when a woman is shaven she disfigured or dis how do you put it now It dishonored her head he's talking about you dishonoring your authority which you're supposed to have which is a man for the levite here god is a consecration and the proof of their consecration is their head consecration means they are separated unto God. So the woman by the law of marriage is separated unto the man. So she's a Nazareth unto the husband. <laughs> are you following what I'm talking about? So she's observing the covenant of the law of consecration as a Nazareth. Once you get married, you are a Nazareth unto your husband. Separated from other women. Separated from other people. Separated. How many of you understand what I'm saying? And so when somebody is in Nazareth he is separated consecrated unto god and the hair becomes her i mean his authority as a sign to show that he is consecrated unto god as what in Nazareth so the hair or the veil is a sign that the woman is under consecration unto who unto the man that's what he said the power is on her hair. so the truth of the matter is the married woman has authority because she is married. she's under consecration to the husband. Praise the Lord. And you have to observe this not just unto the husband but actually unto God. It's a separation from everything. separation of the Nazareth unto God, even so the woman is separated unto the man praise the living god now if we understand these things in the home we can see no devil comes in i want to show you a few things along this line like i said we do no longer blame because now there's male or female right that's true we've seen women that have more money than their husband that's not wrong with that but i'm saying this no matter how much you have. And you have and doesn't have you don't have to ride it on the head of your husband because you are the one providing the food no you know we we have people who to talk about the abuse of women leading to women liberation movement and all of those things no all of those movement in the true sense they just work it. i know there are women that are abused but how I many of you understand there are also men that are abused by their wives we don't talk about that. You don't see people preaching that or teaching about that in motivational speaking. All we talk about is how women are abused. They are the most abused society. You've not seen men that are abused. You haven't. I used to a pastor once in Lagos. He had two children with his sister. Sister was from Ghana. Now, the guy ministry was not doing so well. When the man needs some time to pray like this, You see this woman get to the kitchen get a bowl of water in the bedroom and pour it on the man you lazy man go and get a job you pray here you carry a bucket of water and pour it on the man even on the bed even wherever the man is need to pray you have never seen abuse nobody talks about that all we talk about women are abuse society why are you punching the woman what why will a man i'll show you you see what a man loves and what, what one of the secret for you to actually keep your man in position is respect now respect which is same thing as ego is something that God have dropped in a man you can't take it away see a man pushing weber on the street and saying some kind of language to the man uh, you know how they reply you If you really want to get your man to do for you what you want him to do for you, is to respect your husband. We're talking about building the home now. No, whether the man doesn't have it, whether he has it, no. Respect your husband. You see, there's a way you so respect your husband that your husband can't forget you, can't lose you from his mind. How did I know that? If you look at 1 Samuel 25, we don't have time to read all of that. You start reading from verse 1 down through the line. It's the story of Abigail. who was married to naba And here was David running away from Saul with his people. And then they got to the place, this man was rich. He has cattle and sheep. And then they were protecting all of those things. And all of a sudden, he said, Go meet this man, let him give us some food and they went to another number and he might say oh come on this might be one of those people breaking away from their masters i'm not giving the guy anything and david was angry. i said come on this man so all the labor have been laboring, protecting your sheep from marudas this is your reward for me i'm going to deal with you i'm killing you so was going to kill. Now, nabab ahead. I mean, the wife Abigail head Say, look, this is what your husband have done. Your must. I mean, your husband have done, and this is what David is coming to do. And then the Bible told us he took a lot of provisions and start riding towards David. When he met David on the way, was the next thing the woman did? She nailed down. In one discussion alone, she called David Lord fourteen times my lord my lord my lord david was not the husband You say, oh because he was the king no what about rebecca who was calling abraham lord was abraham a king nay down i was calling david my lord for only one discussion just to explain what has happened and just to enable david to accept the provision he called this man lord 14 times what do you call your husband hallelujah respect don't take it away from the man if you truly want a home solid enough respect your husband no matter who he is no matter you can no matter what and guess what when Nadab died who was the first person that david thought about abigail that was the first thing that struck his mind i can't allow this woman to be a widow who called me lord 14 times could stop me from killing that's protection already from doing the wrong thing she's really what a helped me went and brought abigail abigail i was married to another, a foolish man became a queen because of humility and respect Instead of being a widow, she became a queen. What level of respect do you have for your husband? Hallelujah. I know of of a guy whose children are overseas schooling today. 80% of the resources came from the woman. But get to that family, you can never notice it. The kind of respect he still has for the man, you can never notice it. It's because I'm close, largely, that's what I got to do. Are you there with me? No matter what you have, respect your husband. That is a wisdom. Say how it build and the one that applies common strength grows stronger and stronger amen another thing that i would like you to understand i'm just dealing with a little bit of common sense now That will keep your family strong is to accept your husband for who he is some of you as you're getting married you already have mind as to what you want your husband to be so your your husband he just come to you now the first thing you're thinking about is how to reshape the husband <laughs> you want your husband now to walk by what you want you want to change her overnight i mean change him overnight you're not going to be able to do that that's where the battle will be on no man, no matter the level of weakness or pain that he is, will want a woman to lead him. It's an inbuilt mechanism. Don't touch it. Accept the man the way he is. God will change a man. Not by your strength. Not by fighting battles in the house all the time. That's not going to change a man. And the husband and the man was a drunkard from his word he has a friend they go out drinking come back drunk all the time but what happens anytime the woman comes back I mean the man comes back but anytime anytime what I mean anytime 12 1 2 am the woman will get up open the door prepare food boil water I mean it was though so one day the man told his friend say my wife is such a say no that cannot be even when we come come home on my 1 a.m 2 a.m he said i'm telling you i don't know the man i followed the man down to the house the friend the particular day at about 1 a.m both of them were drunk they knock on the door stagger the man opened the the woman opened the door in less than 20 minutes the man was vomiting and the woman just went there boiled water put in the kitchen got food ready came clean up the mess and everything Put him to bed the other man staggered at home and by the time he woke up the friend came again and he said my brother what i saw yesterday is amazing begin to tell the man the story of what happened and the man said my brother as from today i will no longer drink anymore the demon of drunkenness was cast out by the humility and the service of the wife they didn't go call a pastor to come and pray for the spirit of demon of drunkenness are you see that with me accept the man the way he is as you are going you accept you to marry him accept him with the way he is don't come telling the man well this is the way i want you to look like i want your hair to look this way i like hair that i like this (laughs) you understand that or when you're combing, combing this way coming this way you will do that when you start respecting him and you suggest it you see you don't talk like he has to obey you you talk like you are bringing a suggestion and give your reasons. Hallelujah. For the women, give me only two points here. One of the things that a woman wants so much is recognition. Huh? Recognition. What do we mean by recognition? You see, <laughs> I remember coming to service one day and my wife means, what did she mean? Forgot. She, she forgot the stuff. I said, oh, no, your, your earrings were not there. Her earrings was not there. We already closed. I said, how I forgot my earrings? I said, oh, why is that? I said, even with all the time you spend mm-hmm. painting, you know, you forgot the earrings. I waited for you all the time, I forgot the earrings. He said, that is not what you ought to have told me. If you have looked at my face, you are see that I have no earrings say you are right <laughs> I just kept quiet because I did not look <laughs> if I looked at her you understand I would have seen her she had no earrings women want recognition I learned a big lesson from that two days ago she wore a dress and I just say hey, baby this your dress is wonderful I know she was very happy Unlike when I didn't see the earrings, you know. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I mean, this is what women want. They don't they don't need so much. Recognize them, treat them, you know, make them feel they are the queen, and actually they are. That's all they want. Praise the living God. I mean, you can imagine the incident. If you have looked at my face, you will have known that I have no earring. That means you are not looking at my face. So look at their face. Are <laughs> you still with that with me? look at your face seriously praise god amen and 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 girls if we're looking at your face what we see that is not right you have to adjust it to, don't tell us to look at your face and when we say adjust this you fight it no we're ready to look at your face but if we say this thing doesn't work we have to agree that it doesn't work are we together we want peace these are the things that bring peace you know all these minor things is what you call the devil i did something recently what people call the devil sometimes simply the work of the flesh simple anger simple um, you know. understand all these are just work of the flesh next thing that a woman really wants so much is humor they need something that will make them laugh think about that try to create some fun sometimes on the house is very important don't let be too serious amen create some fun. get them to laugh once in a while praise the living god remember one time i don't know what was happening i just kept it i'm always said how many times did you kiss me when you coming from work <laughs> i said baby what's the problem then i said how many times did you get up to receive me when i was coming from work now everybody's fighting for his cause. now <laughs> praise the living god anybody see that they want you they, that's part of recognition you coming from work you see them sitting down and they got up give them a hug but the same thing too the man is coming from work don't sit down there with your television or with your bowl of food and the man is running back into the room hey welcome dear welcome no praise the living god Get up, get the back from them, if you will. Come out by the gate. There is something I taught some years back, the man, principle of the mandrake in you know, one of the wife of Jacob. Here was Jacob coming from the farm, and the woman said, "Oh, you're going to be with me tonight for my son. Got some mandrake which I prepared for you." She was by the gate to receive Jacob from the farm. And the food was ready. Take care of your man. The devil can't come in. Are you sitting there with me? How many minutes more do we have? Because we need to pray. Okay. Are we here? Is that already past six? That's crazy. Oof. Okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe I'm going to stop here. Praise the living God okay so i just talked about the children and then i think we can be done for tomorrow i wrap it up i have so much i need to talk about but but am i blessing anybody are you getting anybody what i'm talking about man you see god wants to build a family and these are the simple wisdom common sense that he wants us to apply and we have we can have a very and dynamic family we can have it efficiency verse one children just take this Children, obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right. Obey your parents, that's what he said. There's no condition to it. Honor the father and the mother, according to the first commandment, we promise that it might be well with you and that the days might live long on the earth. Hallelujah. Obey your father and your mother. Obey your parents. He didn't say there's no condition attached somebody wants to ask me a question what about if your father is an idol worshiper then i say go ask abraham his father was an idol worshiper what did he do did he abandon Terah because Terah was an idol worshiper come on don't tell me you are too smart praise the living god your father is your father whether you have one nose one eye or whatever it is he's your father obey your father obey your parents and he said that might be well with you so you don't pray for longevity you only obey to live long God may I live longer earth. God will say what did I tell you in Ephesians 6 go and do that one are you following what I'm talking about you don't need to struggle you'll be praying to live long to be praying not to die young no there is a condition and this is the only commandment in the Bible that has a condition attached to it what I mean a condition is a promise Ephesians 6 verse number one if you obey your parents that you may live long how long is long I don't know hallelujah there is no other condition attached. There is no, God is not expecting you to do any other thing. Just simply do what? Obey. And I may be well with you. It may be well with you. And your days might be long on the earth. What do you want? Success, prosperity. Everything is attached to this simple command. Obey your parents. That may be well with you. Defense, protection. Simply obey what? Your parents. So think i've been able to try to talk to every one of us but men women what is you do what is not do don't forget that the family is actually the man and the woman and the children bringing in and don't forget that prayer point from isaiah chapter number eight me and my house and my family we shall be for what signs and wonders and i pray that will be your lord stand up hallelujah let me have the mic just stand up we're going to pray a few minutes as well let's pray a few minutes hallelujah let's talk to the lord is there any area you are feeling is there any area is there any area right now that you need some improvement on i just need you to talk to the father i need you to pray i need you to pray on this is there any area you've discovered you are truly not performing the way you should be Begin to talk to the Father. At this moment. You are a child. You are a woman. You are a man. Begin to talk to the Father. At this moment. Is there any area you need some improvement? Is there any area you need some adjustment? For of the church. After this conference. Yes your family. Shall be a sign. And a wonder. A man shall behold the glory of the Lord upon your life talk to the father i just wanted to pray i just wanted to pray and now you begin to call for your children as well that you are a sign and a wonder your generation pray a prayer over your children if you are a father you are a mother pray that prayer over your children you are a sign and a wonder and you are a man you are a woman talk to yourself as well i am a sign i'm a wonder with my family and all that god has determined to do he will do he was so spoken at this moment he will bring the change in my family for you and your children you shall be for signs and wonders and this is a year of signs of wonders and miracles that god has spoken to us. The season of signs wonders and miracles and this is the time that all that god has for you shall be made manifest begin to talk to the father talk to the father you are a sign and a wonder it will affect your business affect everything you are doing the changes must come hope santaria Thank you, Jesus. Bless your name, Father. You must be a sign and a wonder. Let all the things that God needs to do begin to be manifested right now. The miracles, the signs, the wonder, healing, deliverances, let them begin to happen. Let them begin to take place in your life. Signs and wonder. Healings. For this is what the Lord has promised us. But this time, we must experience signs, wonders, and miracles. My family, your family, your children, your husband, your wife. Sign and wonder. Becoming wonder and a man will begin to look unto and see God of the truth have touched this life. God of the truth have done it again. God of the truth have proved himself amen you need to come to that place how you truly truly begin to show some love to your wife begin to think about it any area that you are not strong in that God begin to give you the grace 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 because I will heal. That God begin to give you the grace. I will heal. As long as my word is comfort, as long as my word can represent me, as long as my word is that I've ordained for me and for your life. I will see to it. And I will bring it to pass. I will perform it. I will bring it to pass if that is all you need. Thank you, Father. in the name of jesus father god i release yourselves from every chuckle of the enemy every deceptive power of the enemy everything that the enemy has brought forth to bring issues to their family just because of lack of understanding i remove that obstacle today in the name of jesus christ and i bring forth to god of glory the progress that they need may they all from the head down to the feet from the father to the children mother everything god may there become signs and wonders and miracles in this season in the name of jesus everything that you need to possess god's men to see that of the truth god has visited you may you be the sign of wonder this season in the name of jesus christ thank you mighty god and let this conference become the beginning of your new day the beginning of a new season the beginning of a new walk the beginning of the change you are expecting in the name of jesus Thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name.